Hello, everybody. What is going on? Okay. <laughs> I thought this song was going to start again. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Nerd Shit Live. Everyone, welcome. It's on a Monday. We're doing a Monday cast. Everybody's got a case of Mondays in here. Speaking of which, I'm your host, Pat Navarano. With me, as always, is my co-host, Dan Kilkenny, Nick McFly, and Mike Burke. Everybody give them a round of applause because, man, did they fucking suffer this week. Am I right, guys? Did you or did you not? Oh, I'm suffering every day. Every day, my goddamn life. I, su- I suffer every <laughs> day. I suffer every day. <laughs> I'm yeah. suffering right now. So quick overview, some housekeeping stuff. If you like this, whatever we're doing here, hit the Gesture thumbs up. With that there you go. Like that. Hit that. And then, um, yeah, subscribe to this channel if you like what you see. I feel like I'm really loud right now. I feel like I'm really loud all the time. If if you don't like what you see, tell us why in the comments, and we'll change it. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not. Please. And then we'll block you. <laughs> we'll send you some fun pictures that Nick has been looking up. <laughs> you can join our mailing list of Rule 34 Hentai. <laughs> all right. Subscribe to our Christmas card. News. News, boys. We got some news this week, okay? Settle down. Jesus Christ. Trying to host the show here. All right, so uh, we got cyberpunk news, which is always fun. Am I right? What is it this week, though, boys? They canceled multiplayer. (laughs) Yeah, they fucking canceled multiplayer. Well, all right, let me go through what it actually is. I'll start from the top. So pretty much cyberpunk came out and saying that they're changing their marketing strategy, which like any... Any manager, anybody at the grunt level, like QA team was like, yeah, they should change that shit. So even then, um, my first thing was maybe don't show your proof of concept as your first trailer four years before you even start making the game. That's that would be my first note. To oh, s- you're you're go you're going. What's done is done. <laughs> yeah, Pat, this is like that's of our fathers. That, that's maybe where I would start out. You know what I mean? Hey, if you could do it again, here's what you shouldn't do first. That's what you should not do let's, first. Let's, let's look forward, not backwards here, Pat. Um. Oh well, sorry. I guess you know, not in that spirit. My next note was make game first. You know, so. Before you start selling it. Well, this is actually a bigger point. Right. This is actually a bigger point that I've had with um, publishers and developers right now in general is like every single game that was supposed to come out this year is getting delayed to next year. And obviously that's coronavirus. You know, that's pandemic. There's nothing really you can do. You know, everybody's working from home. They might not have the same computing power. Either way, my point is that how about you don't announce your game years before it's supposed to come out and then when you get two months before it's supposed to come out hit us with a year delay how about don't do that that's it three to six months three to six months is all you need to get me ready for a game just work on the game don't tell everyone hey keanu reeves is going to be in the game and it's going to be awesome and then meanwhile the developers are sitting behind them like we're not done yet we haven't even done anything with Keanu's part like nothing is done well exactly and we really need to up the cocaine budget we got to get this job done exactly I don't I don't want to I don't know anything about game development to say that I do would be a fucking lie okay but for the love of god please stop fucking announcing games before they're ready it just makes yourself look worse I say no more marketing for any games 
drop it. Yeah, just when put it out. Say, just drop if it, it works for Beyonce, it's yeah. good enough for her. <laughs> no marketing for anything. I just want um, to Rise every day. And I, exactly. So it's actually, like when Netflix drops some new show that they haven't talked about at all, and it was just like, oh shit, Netflix has this new great thing. Good. Uh, actually, I think they're already listening because they did say in this article that they're going to wait till games are closer to launch for them to start a marketing campaign. Um, once again, I thought this was like business 101. You know, have a product before you try and sell it to somebody. However, they announced this game, what, like 12 years ago or something like that? 2012 is when the first trailer came out. So they really got to define closer to launch because they have 12 years (laughs) of just poor management. They got to really really narrow this gap. Um, The next thing is managing expectations. Well, no (laughs) shit. Ain't that just a kick in the teeth, huh? Managing expectations on literally the most hyped game ever. Like if- my 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 favorite thing is how like in their like you know stepping back on how they're managing the expectations. Um, quoting previously, we hinted that our AAA would be a multiplayer cyberpunk game, but we have decided to reconsider this plan given our new more systemic and agile approach. Like. Yeah. You just fucked it up. You're not doing a new approach. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you really had much in a pr- of an approach beforehand. Therefore, there can't be a new approach because there was no old approach. It was just, we spent like, all the money, yeah. so you're not like getting the, this half of the game. The fact that there is not like any more like oh. buzzwords like synergy and you know like things in that sentence that quality they control. Yeah, uh, lying. Maybe don't lie to people. <laughs> All right, actually, well, and technically, Nick- I, I, I just want to say, they technically did make a game for PC and literally no other console. <laughs> Was it a good game? No, but they technically somewhat completed it on PC. Well, it's funny, actually, going off of what Nick just said about how, like, we already spent the money. Um, <laughs> so it turns out CD Projekt Reg says that because of because of no other reason but their own fault. That's what it is. All right. I'm not even going to say because of X, Y, and Z. It's because you made the situation that you have, that this game is in, and that this whole community around this game is in. Um, they're saying that they're reconsidering the multiplayer. So that means it's canceled. So that, that's not yep. coming out. And they're saying because, you know, they want to they want to readjust, like, their dev times and be able to get. It's, it's just all fluff. It's just you fucked up launching this game. And now you want to dedicate all your resources to fixing it and save as much face as possible. But even and then, it's art like me, I'm done. Like I'm not going back to Cyberpunk. It's over. You know what I mean? No, and multiplayer, I would have went back for. That's the ironic part here. Oh yeah. Here's the thing though. I had no idea there was even gonna be a Cyberpunk multiplayer. <laughs> I pushed this game out of my head. I had no clue there was even gonna be a multiplayer component. Which, honestly, in my eyes, CD Projekt Red shot themselves in the foot even talking about the multiplayer. Just don't bring it up, and you can't fail anymore in people's eyes. Like, people are done talking about the game. Now you bring up that there's no more multiplayer. It just gives people more of an excuse just to be like, oh, CD Projekt Red just fucked up again. Danny, I think you just got yourself a job at CD Projekt Red. (laughs) (laughs) I can totally see. What should we do? Start Monday. Keep your mouths shut. I can totally see in a few months 
like after he's hired by CD Projekt Red. It's just that lonely guy on the stool <laughs> as the light opens up. He's just like, hi, my name is Daniel Kilkenny, and today I'm here to apologize for the current state of cyberpunk. <laughs> He's holding a newspaper with today's date on it. <laughs> Who knew that hiring a guy off of something you heard on a podcast could make this any fucking worse? Also, I hear Matt, Matt Gates is looking for a new press secretary, too. So, uh, True. You can get a job with Matt Gates right now. He seems to have positions just opening up left and right. You know? There we go. I'd, like, I'd like to point out. Here we go. Like it's the uncharted territory. Yeah, right. Go for my it. favorite, uh, my favorite comment on one of the articles I read was uh, on IGN by the Crotch Conqueror. That said, <laughs> "That's a great, that's a great name." Hey, Yo, great IGN name. has great message boards. <laughs> I just amazing. discovered them today. Can we, can can we get, can we get some type of drop for the Crotch Conqueror? The Crotch Conqueror, and that's mad luxurious. <laughs> <laughs> but he said they took the Bethesda approach and said our community will just fix it with mods. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. You know that's gonna happen. Well, look. I mean, we just talked about what happened with Grand Theft Auto. Not out of their own mm -hmm. possibility, but once again, that also took them nine years to get to that point. So, moving on, though, boys, we all have Netflix, right? Of course. Of course, we do, right? Who fucking doesn't? It's like basically comes with the internet now. I only have Apple TV. <laughs> Exclusively <laughs> Apple TV. Um, I watched Ted Lasso hey, yeah. on. GTV. Well, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the mustache is from. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that being said, uh, Nick, you're out of luck since you don't have Netflix. However, uh, Knives Out, the two sequels, the two sequels to Knives Out have been bought by Netflix for distribution rights. That's... And the names are going to be Knives Outer and Knives Out Est. <laughs> Just taking Actually, a diehard approach. It's gonna be knives inny. That's what I was gonna say. Knives inny, and then knives outy. Okay. Um, well, so or, here's or forks out and spoons out. Spoons in. <laughs> spoons in. Pinky. Spoons to the left. Spoons to the right. Pinky. Pinky. Uh, anyway, they bought it for four hundred and fifty million dollars. Like that is. <laughs> Nice. I mean, that's also just. All right, now we're, you're going over the top here. Now. Okay. What? What? One use of one drop. Pat. Nice. Someone take the sideboard away. Nice. Never. Um. So anyway, my point with this was that the last one of these was only made for forty million dollars, and you know, since it was so cheap and it was so well liked, it made a lot of money, and like ratio wise, it only made like three hundred. Was it like three hundred twenty million? Yeah. Like three ten around there. At the box office, like international and US. So Netflix just saw like, yeah, this is worth $450 million for these next two sequels. You know what I mean? And here's the thing. These movies don't come out in the theaters. So there isn't that, you know, raw conversion rate. It's subscription based. You know what I mean? And Netflix is just a fucking company to load debt on at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're technically Seriously. not profitable yet. They've never well, been profitable. They're buying theaters, right? Are they? Are they? Are they? I think they are. I think Netflix is are buying, they? Uh, you know, like brick and mortar theaters. At least they were in talks to at some point this year. Interesting. Would that... you go to? Uh, well, um, I'm gonna. I'll do some. I'll do some searching on the back end while you continue to chat. What do you mean That's on the back end? I, I, 
anything. You're recently. on the internet, I'm Mike. You're, into on, the main you're right on now. Guys, the front end. end. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got an article from September of last year saying the CEO says the company won't buy movie theater chains. Oh damn it! Ah, God that, damn I mean, it! That would be like that would be so sick. That'd be so awesome to go to a Netflix movie theater. Dude, like the whole point of Netflix is I don't have to leave my ass in out of my bed. Well, at one point, net, the point of Netflix was getting DVDs in the mail. They can change their business model. The yeah, point but it was still you were po- getting post it, offices used to deliver things on horses. <laughs> <laughs> and well, like, fucking don't don't forget Gamefly. It was just getting sent to you. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot Gamefly. Yeah, they tried bringing Gamefly back, didn't work out. It's like the XFL. <laughs> well, hey, the pandemic I, fucked I, I the pandemic fucked them up the second time, and now didn't the Rock buy like eighty percent? So it's basically I the the did. Rocks Football League now. All right, Rock FL. Still, hey, hey, do you guys want to go on an XFL tangent? Because I have my own concept for XFL. I fuck it, go for go it. Go for it. Uh, let's go. So picture football, but instead of it being a perfectly flat field, there's like hilly terrain and rocks and trees growing up. Oh, and it's like it, that's extreme, you know. I'm yeah, like, yeah, maybe, yeah you bro. Can tackle somebody, every are you gonna get like? Are you gonna fall into like a, a, a ditch? A ditch? Every a sharp rock? Everybody's ankle. Yeah, yeah. Like, There's like a lot of paperwork involved. Oh yeah, and like different parts. It's not just like rocky terrain, but then there's like a Sahara part where yeah. it's just like 110 degrees, and then there's the frozen tundra like on the other side of it. Where yeah, it's, like, like the, the 50 yard line is the worst, and like the closer you get to the end zone, it gets nicer. <laughs> the 50 yard yeah. line is like a demilitarization zone. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> and they can use yeah. live firearms on the field. We release like just some like coyotes that just roam around. <laughs> we don't feed them. And if you don't beat the game in a better personal time than the teams that played before, you don't win <laughs> shit. What you guys are describing is the Hunger Games. That's what Nick <laughs> just conceptually came up with. And just for the hell of it, cicadas. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Every the halftime show is a plague. <laughs> <laughs> it's either frogs or locusts. Whatever's in season. Or, or kill your children. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Listen up, Wayfair. All right. We don't need all this shit over here. <laughs> Wait, uh, there, goes our, there goes our Wayfair sponsor. So, <laughs> oh. so yeah, knives out is going. Knives oh, out. Yeah. Two and three is coming to Netflix. It was the largest streaming. It was the largest streaming acquiring ever in this industry. And uh, yeah, Ryan Johnson made The Last Jedi, and Nick doesn't like that. So I'm and happy Looper. about this acquisition because maybe Ryan Johnson will forget about Star Wars <laughs> and not come back for his trilogy. <laughs> He's like, he oh, I'm has something else to distract. Yo, I like Looper, and you guys have seen Knives Out, right? Yes, I have I not seen Knives Out. You should. Oh, it, it's it's fucking awesome. Highly, really good. highly recommend it. Uh, what's his name said? Uh He's coming back. He's being a sleuthy boy. What's his name? Daniel Craig. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. There we go. That's Which, the one. I mean, considering, though, like, you know, this isn't a spoiler or anything. His part really wasn't massive in the movie. You know, like, he wasn't, like, the main central character. But either or, he, every scene he was in, he just stole the scene. He was amazing. So, Wait, I mean, so I just to give a little he series. was the star. Is he not? Yeah. He's, like, a co- it, he's like second billing compared to the maid, right? 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's literally kinda... everything I've seen about this has been Daniel Craig. Daniel, because well, he's awesome in it. Because he's amazing yeah, in it. Yeah, he's a dude, supporting role, but he's amazing in it. But it's uh, I I still four hundred fifty million. That's more than the first movie made. I mean, for the next two sequels, it's just think crazy. About it's it. just That's Netflix it. has gotten to the point where they're just too big to fail now. Yeah. They're just kind of mm-hmm. throwing oh, 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 money. Uh, just I can't wait for the recession money. where we got to bail out Netflix. Here's Somebody's knocking thing. on Netflix. That's the thing. They're, they're at this point where it's just like more debt. Take more debt. Then all of a sudden yeah. they go out of business. It's like, When oh, the bubble fucking out. bursts in 10 but years. Good kind of debt. When, Apple will just be like, I'm going to buy all the rights to your content. Well, that's you know, what I was going to say. When the, <laughs> when the bubble bursts in 10 years, instead of them bailing out banks, they'll be bailing out streaming services this time. Exactly. And what different YouTubers. Entertain our, oh, and like our, Uber uh, Eats and all that shit. God damn it. All the subscription services, all this gig culture that everybody's yeah. got so much. And you know of. who's not going to see a dime? The drivers, the delivery guys. <laughs> God damn it! This show sucks already. So either way, <laughs> we, can't, we can't get away from the politics somehow. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, in a really unironic turn of events, Spotify has acquired. Betty Lab to focus on live streaming content, specifically sports radio. Like, you mean the the Joe Rogan show? <laughs> yeah, isn't this isn't this specifically the XFL. Are, aren't we going in reverse now? Like, here's here's the best part. This is a quote from Spotify. This acquisition builds on our work to create the future to create the future formats of audio and will accelerate Spotify's entry into the live audio space. Yeah, this is just what I feared. Radio. He doesn't know what radio is. Yeah. It's radio. Future <laughs> formats of audio. I mean, look, radio's been around for years. It works. Like, it's like, hey, good for you, Spotify. You want to get into radio now? By all means, go for it. But don't not call it radio. That's just what it is. Yeah. No, you're right. It's, it's just the continued reinvention of everything that is, you know, we hate cable, so we're going to make 20 different cable subscription services on their own. Yeah. It's just it's we're moving it's we're moving into the exact same model now with but a lot of But it audio. doesn't account for the comeback of Dunkaroos, Mike, okay? And that's well, what so we're missing. Don't that'll make me so upset. Don't bring it up. <laughs> They're so sweet now. You they can are. get them to change Canada. the recipe. Does not so radio sweet. imply that it's it's you're being sent by radio waves, right? Are you well, really going to do this? Digital digital radio is not sent <laughs> by radio waves. I know that's digital radio, but like you mean serious satellite radio? I mean, that, satellite that radio kind of as well. So, like, with the term yeah. radio... I think that's microwaves. Like, how do you want to defy, define radio? Is it just, like, broadcast audio? I, I say live broadcast audio. That's that's how I say So it doesn't radio. matter what medium it's being sent by, Yeah, right? technically radio is just the transmission of audio. Yeah, I feel like by radio... By radio waves. Actually, I feel like so. radio actually, was the yeah. term that was yeah. adopted. You know, it's, yeah. you know... yeah. It's like it's, it's an all-encompassing term now, but uh, either or Spotify is doing radio now. However, uh, what's actually great is uh, Burke. You mentioned this last week that now they're also going to be doing live concerts, which I mean that's that's cool. That's really cool to be able to just go like I, I don't know how it's going to work if like you have to then buy to go see that concert or they're just going to be certain concerts that are just available on Spotify. Well, I'm, I'm sure, sure there'll be both. some shit that's like, oh, John Legend, Adam Levine, Christina Aguilera, the yeah. free 
one night event telethon. We are stronger than the storm. Like there'll be that shit up there. You know what I mean? I love, I love the different routes you guys went. It was John Legend, Christina Aguilera, Marshmallow, (laughs) Dead Mouse, Skrillex. The the only thing like while Will I think be. it's interesting like that was my aspirational like oh cool they're gonna do live concerts and then I was just realizing well you can't make money anymore selling records because Spotify kind of ruined that so let's do concerts and then like oh shit Spotify is gonna ruin concerts as a source <laughs> well for okay musicians. let's not blame Spotify directly yeah. for ruining I, no, record I will sales not blame Spotify by far but they but... don't help at all yes. It's more like the internet and the business model they built the industry off of just eroded out from underneath them, and they weren't quick yeah. enough to adapt. And now you have a whole generation who grew up on not buying music. So it is now worthless. Uh, either way, the other thing I talked about, I actually thought about, was the uh, Spotify at this point, I think, needs a, a, a video-on-demand app. Have you guys ever tried looking up Rogan's show on Spotify? I actually no. haven't. It is a fucking oh. mess. It is a mess. You go to, you look up his show, like any other like audio that you wanted to look up on there. Mm -hmm. As soon as you get to it, right. Then it'll pop up. Like, you know how it does the album artwork. It'll do that with the video for the show. And you can't watch that video any other way. If you do it on the desktop app, right. It'll pull up like a small window video player, right. That you can pretty much take around with you as you browse through Spotify. Right. And then you can make it full screen. It's just, they need to expand on that. That's what I think they need to go for. Like, yeah, getting the, like, going into live sports broadcasting, there's shit tons of money in it, and you know that it's a system that works. You're literally just buying to eventually get a good RO, um, you know, a good return on your investment, a good ROI, right? I was going to say ROS, but that doesn't mean anything. Um But what I think, if they really want to change the game, is get into the VODs. (laughs) Get into video content. Get like a open up a competitor to YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that, I, that's I, I really that's, interesting. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, exactly. I think that is where they'll make their massive millions of dollars. And like, it's a different playing field than it was ten years ago on YouTube. You know, where it was pretty much just the wild west. Hey, if you get a lot of views, we don't care if you're like you know spreading conspiracy theories. Just you know. Here's a bunch of ads. Here's how we'll make a whole lot of money. The rules are already defined for you. You know what I mean? And what What's funny is like I I've never I haven't looked at Joe Rogan since he went on to uh, Spotify. So like I'm just watching whatever his latest episode is now. The quality is actually really good. Yeah. Like the quality is solid. I mean, yeah. if they could if they could figure out how to uh, get vods and ads, the I only think they could actually really the only work. difference though now with Rogan specifically is that their shows are not live anymore. All of their shows are pre-recorded. Yeah. So yeah. is that is that due to COVID or is that just due to That's due to moving to Spotify. He's got nothing to broadcast to. to. <laughs> so Oh, yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, you can't until now. In in my head there was some like I was like, "Oh yeah, you can just do a live broadcast on Spotify and <laughs> No, that's not a thing. No, that, that, <laughs> nope. that's why Spotify wrong again. Right. That's why they bought this company, so then they could have the technology rather than make the technology themselves. Buy someone who came up with the technology. Yeah, hey, that's, that's tech, baby. That's Silicon Valley. Your 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 company gets acquired that's... for hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Oh, cash out. So but no, I, I I think it is a good idea if they switch to VODs. The only thing is, though, I mean, Spotify came up as just an audio service where people just sort of put Spotify in, put their phone down, and they're just listening. 
I think it's going to take a lot for people to eventually start watching VODs on Spotify. Get, but, get good content. Hey. That's what Quibi missed. Like, I mean, yes. one of the biggest missed opportunities Quibi had Quibi was, was getting <laughs> young YouTube creators to get on their platform and make content. Yep. Somebody tweeted the week Quibi announced it was failing. They tweeted, why didn't Quibi just get in touch with Mr. Beast and just give him a bunch of money? You would have had yeah. plenty of people on on that platform. Dude, yeah, Mr. Beast YouTubers? manager fucking replied to that tweet and said, we tried. They didn't want to have us. He wow. actually, they were like, yeah, this guy who's blown up right now, we don't need him. Like, they Dude, fucking really did that. Billion dollar investment. Yeah. Yeah, the billion bill dollars. Like, they <laughs> yeah. had the money to be like, here's $15 million for Mr. Beast. Like, yeah, they had it. And they tanked so quickly. So well, quickly. Yeah, they, they, they just launched too much like, stock. They just thought because Jeffrey Katzenberg, like, he just was like, well, I have access to all these, you know, the Hollywood elite. That'll bring in the eyeballs, but no. Didn't really work that way. Especially right. like no one wants to watch it on a phone. Let me watch it on a TV. And they quickly like well, they're made supposed that adaptation. to be they're supposed to be you can watch them no, vertically or horizontally. I, I, under, I understand. I don't want to do that. To, and it was supposed to be like you're on your way to work and you're just like sitting on the train and boom, here I can do or driving to work. Yeah. <laughs> not not driving to work. Or changing All right. my son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, hold on. What the fuck? Hold on. Something happened. Hold on, everybody. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're back. We had something. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. That was weird. Oh, I hit the refresh screen. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, Hollow Earth interfered. Yeah, let's, uh, we'll get, we got one last thing to get through and then we'll get to that. You know, Brick, I know you're, yeah, you're pretty fucking eager to talk about this one. Um, so. Last bit of news of the night comes out after, uh, you know, after Snack Snack Snyder's Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League came out. Um, you know, the DCEU restore the Snyderverse. We're on our way. We'll get it to a million tweets. We'll have it our way, right? Wrong. Uh, they WB and DC came out and said that they're canceling the New Gods movie and they're canceling the Trench movie. Shit. So only one of those I'm upset over, you guys. I, I know you that you really, really care about the trench. I know. Uh yeah, yeah. No, dude, the fucking trench was a stupid. God damn it, <laughs> dude. They had a good six minutes of a movie. It's like, oh, look, there's some tension. It's really bloody. There's some action, and they were like, we got. Let's make that a whole fucking movie. It's like, no, you never learn. You never learn, DC. You always have the worst fucking ideas. That yeah, being for the, said, for the people who don't know what the trench is, do you mind just breaking down the trench real uh, quick? Uh, just have everything okay. great about it. So go to YouTube, <laughs> type in Aquaman 2018 trench scene. They wanted to make a movie off of that six minutes. There you go. Um, I also uh, a while ago I did like in up I did an editorial on upcoming DC movies and I compared uh the trench. To the New Mutants. Has anybody heard about the New Mutants at all? I've heard, heard about it. Haven't yeah, seen it. Exactly. And when it finally did come out, it was supposed to be like horror meets superheroes, kind of like the trench was supposed to be horror meets superheroes. Came out. It was terrible. I was like, I fucking called it, and they saw that shit and they canceled the trench. All right, they fucking Whoa. knew. Either way, though, 
Uh, I did see. I did want to see New Gods because I did want to see Apocalypse. I did want to see after seeing the Snyder Cut. You know, I'm like all for you know, give me the desert movie, and um, and whatever else they were gonna do in that universe. But more or less, uh, what really kind of grabbed me about this story was the fact that the writers were actually able to publicly comment on Twitter about what they went through to get this movie made, and specifically it was. It was just long hours writing, but it seemed that through all this pre-production, they built a lot of strong friendships. They built a lot of strong relationships that they'll carry through their career. And D like DC was just quick to be like, all right, now that we got it out of our system, let's do it. Like we just rip, we're just going to cancel all the movies that were coming after that. And it sucks. I feel like it's, I feel like it sucks (laughs) because it seems like these guys worked really hard on this, you know? Yeah. I mean, it did. Hey, they, I'm sure they got paid. Yeah, no, like they. And here's the thing: know. a lot of people work really hard on a lot of movies, and guess what? A lot of movies get killed. Like it, it, it happens. You know, they, no, they're I, just now. There's a change in in mandate that they're looking forward that they're moving forward with, and so I, I get sorry. it. I, yeah. I, I do. I do understand. I take it from like this. Clearly, was like how Pat mentioned. Like this definitely was a passion project for a lot of people. And you would think, with it being in this universe and having a little bit of like kind of established footing. That you might it might get taken off. Like I, I know what you're saying, where it's like a lot of people make some really cool established indie footing kind of is a everything. very forgiving term in this case. That is a <laughs> that's a very generous term I'm using, but um, you know I get it. It, it kind of blows. It's uh that's what really that's what really got to me. Like when reading the article, I was just like, damn, these people. And of course, passionate. Of course, like I fucking said the last show, this will never end. Now it will never go away. What do you think the first fucking thing that came on Twitter as soon as they announced this? They're trying to kill the Snyderverse. They're like, we got to get together. Here's the times we have to tweet. It will never fucking end. It will never end. As so long as we do this show, I will never stop hearing about the Snyderverse movement. It will never fucking end. Okay? And you want to know why? Because it comes up later on. And what the fuck we're talking about later on. All right? They somehow (laughs) inserted themselves into this situation as well. I mean, for all we know, this could just be part of a plan to move forward with a different Snyderverse. I don't know. Maybe it's just a change of direction. All of a sudden, they're like, no, we don't want to go this way. Maybe we can go this way. I have no idea. I just want to see more Ray Porter as Darkseid, but keep going, Mike. Maybe they're taking maybe they're taking our approach and what we said about Cyberpunk, and they're just like, never mind, it's not happening. And then they're just like, <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> fucking kidding. Just take, take it away. Into the kidding. Rip it away. Kidding. All right, boys. Moving forward, though. This weekend, we watched Giant Lizard vs. Monkey. Hooray! That's the title in China. I just got a text from somebody that said, can you give me a shout-out so I know it's live? So, (laughs) here's your shout-out. Shut the fuck up, bitch. It's Justin. So, so... Boys, we watched Godzilla vs. Kong this weekend. And uh, just right off the bat, let's just read some numbers real quick. Uh, box Office International, before it even opened here, $130 million. China made $70 million alone. That's absolutely insane considering the fact that, you know, uh, you know, there might, have been, there might have been a virus that came from them over here. Just saying. Um, hey, let's not how, much did, how much did it cost to make? I think I, think I read $160 million. Um, not to mention in the U S alone in its first, okay. 
we'll get into the nitty gritty. In its first five days opening, that that was its opening schedule, Wednesday to Sunday, it made $50 million. Now, that isn't really a lot at all, but when you consider the fact that this movie came out in the pandemic and it's the first movie to do any type of number numbers close to this is incredible. Like I would imagine Disney had a phone call this morning and was like, Oh, uh, maybe we should just put black widow in theaters. Like I would imagine those phone calls were had around Hollywood because it, this it signals, this signals a lot of stuff. This signals the return for theaters. You know, people are eager to go back to the movies, you know, yeah. with the vaccines yeah. rolling out and listen, there, there is something to be said for the theatrical experience because when we get into the reviewing the film, I had two different experiences. I watched it at home and I watched it in the movies and it was two totally different things. Also, um, just for comparison sake, this movie already made $250 million because that's how much Warner Brothers paid Legendary to just put it on HBO Max. Then this went out and it made an additional 286 uh 286 million over international and domestic so already the film is already is a success and by the time it's done with its theatrical run it's estimated to make 300 400 million so this thing is gonna. I mean, so if this thing, just wait till they re-release it in ten years. It's gonna make a lot of money. <laughs> hey, wait till Netflix <laughs> buys two and three. Yeah. yeah, wait until it comes oh. out again. So Netflix is gonna buy the monster. Version. Right off the bat, though. Right off the bat, this is all celebration. You know, this is good for everybody. The fact that everybody wants to go back to the theater. Vaccinations are coming out. People felt safe. I felt safe enough to go to the theater, but I'm kind of disappointed because if this thing came out when there was no pandemic. This definitely would have broken plenty of non-pandemic specific records. Like this thing would have been an absolute juggernaut of a box office movie. And this is you think so? Oh, I, I think say, so. You really be think so? I think it would be the opposite. Yeah, well, you I think about it. No, like no, dude. Because it's not the only I, game in town. That's the Correct. thing. This is the only big blockbuster that's really out right now. So of course, this is what people are when they're deciding right. to go to the movies. This is what they're going to go see. This I think was it'll still be successful. I don't think it's going to be this major. This was juggernaut. supposed to originally come out in March of twenty of March of twenty twenty, and then they moved it to November twenty twenty, and then the HBO Max release happened. But you got to remember, the first Godzilla movie alone made six hundred million dollars at the box office. That's a lot of fucking money for a got for a kaiju movie. The second Godzilla film didn't have as good a word of mouth, and it kind of lost steam in its second weekend because a lot of people were down on that movie. And that movie only made three hundred eighty-six point six million dollars. Like, like this movie's already made more than the last one did by far, and I think. That's because it is there is the inclusion of Kong. I genuinely believe since this was a yeah. versus film, it had two giant IPs in it, and it had really good word of mouth. Like regardless of how we felt about it, this movie did get but reviewed well, when, and people liked it enough to go see it at the movies. When you said it has good word of mouth, is that because of people want to see Godzilla and Kong, or was it because people want to see movie? <laughs> it's I because think, people I movie. People it's, are just kind of dying for big action movie. The people just want to see two giant monsters fight each other. That's people really are just what it is. Dying, aren't Which they? I don't blame them for. We yeah. just I wanted to see that. That's all people really want at this time is 
Don't give me anything that's emotionally moving. Fuck you, WandaVision. Just give me two giant monsters. <laughs> oh, going at it. oh, okay. So big you admit WandaVision was emotionally big, Yoshi, big, big, big Yoshi. Yeah, big, oh, big Yoshi, big Quant. All right. So uh, just let's, I'm going to surmise, I think, all of our thoughts in non spoilers, real quick. You ready? Uh, dumb but fun, mercifully short, and uh, the fighting was good, but it was too brief. There you go. That's, that's I think, non-spoilers for everybody right there, huh? Sure. That, does that yeah. sum it up? That's a wrap, everybody. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, do you do you like watching giant monsters fight each other? Then, yes, watch this. Do I, you like Oscar-worthy screenplays? Don't watch this. Yeah, overall, it's simple. overall, I would say, as someone who grew up with Godzilla films, uh, this is kind of disappointing, but at the same time, like, it does what it's supposed to do. You know, like it, it, it's not yeah. asking you for to invest any more than hey, we're just trying to get to the the fights. All right, you coming or not? All right, I'm gonna have to be difficult here. Why the fuck was there so many other dumbass plot lines going on? All oh, I wanted to see was a monkey beat the shit out of a lizard. Dude. Why you got Millie Bobby Brown running around with Paperboy from Atlanta <laughs> doing some dumbass fucking mission? It was so dumb. No, I, 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 you're completely right. Like, I, I, I've read, someone wrote, I think on Twitter, where it was like, it was like, I, you can skip the first 90 minutes of this film and just watch the pretty big monkey much. fight. So, like pretty much. I mean, it was just like you had that storyline of them going after the CEO, and then you had like the CEO's daughter in the other storyline that was somehow some weird intertwining. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't care about any of you. I just want to see but big they, monkey But they also don't lizard. ask you to care about them at they all. They give no characterization. They give no characterization. They still need a character vehicle. Yeah, they still need a point there. of view. You still have even to... You know, even okay, if they're but, crappy fiats, they just need some vehicle to get you there. Yeah, that's my that's my problem with it, and I, I know we'll get like started into talking about it. But I like my biggest issue watching this, the amount of like bullshit sci-fi explanations for everything that they were just like, I'm gonna <laughs> say it's this thing, and you just have to believe it, and that's why we're doing it. There was like, so many feel, times. Feel free to be impressed. There was the so many minutes, times. Skarsgård just is like. You know, what is like hollow earth is, you know, we have cool energy and then there's this gravitational uh, actually, inversion. Actually, hold on, Burke. Let me just stop you right there because we're bringing up the hollow earth, right? Nobody here saw King of the Monsters, right? Nobody saw Godzilla King of the Monsters, right? In the middle of that movie, Bradley Whitmore's character is just like, uh, is that his name? Anyway, he just goes, he, someone asks, how did Godzilla get there so quick? And he just goes, ah, Dude, I'm telling you, it's the hollow earth, all right? He's using subterranean tunnel tunnels to get from one side of the earth to the other, right? Nobody was like, stopped him and was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Everyone was like, oh, yeah, you're probably right, right? And that was happened. a big issue I took with that movie because I was like, we're just going to let this fucking guy throw this out there and nobody's going to question you know, him. And then guess what? He's trying to appeal to the QAnon crowd. <laughs> yeah. like, we know who our audience is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, now, and now in this movie, they actually explain the hollow earth and they, they, they talk about and how they, it's real. And it like, I don't want to say it makes complete sense because it doesn't. But also, you know, it was, I think it was done well enough 
so that Q people could be like, yo, they actually got footage of this shit in this movie. Like, <laughs> yo, they, uh, they went this down is, there. This is they went into footage. the, uh, no, dude, this like, it was, found dude, footage like, of Hollow it's just, it, like, it was just such, such bad storytelling, I felt, in that way, where it's just, you know, there was a, like, A, there's a Hollow Earth, but then there's a massive gravitational field that, why does that just not implode the Hollow Earth? Well, so, I, I, jumping ahead a little bit, I love how it's like, they had to get their ship and go through that gravitational shift thing only for later on in the movie, Godzilla just blasts yes! the hole straight <laughs> through the fucking core of the Earth. Dude, and then Nick, to that exact point, how come he can do that, but he can't just instantly decimate every other monster? You guys want to know yeah. what's crazy? This dude can cut the Earth in half, but he's just like, I'm just going like, like, to burn. I like in that scene how they're both looking down the hole at each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's looking down, they're just seeing each other. Both that's of them are Godzilla. looking down the hole. In that scene, Godzilla was looking ick. I don't know what they did, but he was looking ick. He was looking like all of us eight weeks into quarantine at the beginning. He was looking it's Dang, funny you say that because they actually it's funny that you say that because they actually slimmed him down like this is the <laughs> second time they've slimmed him down they put him on weight watchers yeah pretty much he was looking chonky he was round though uh they they buffed the shit out of his speed though for the fights you know i guess what, so, what, what was he at like an eight they brought him to a nine no he was at he was at like on. a four before now he's easily at like an eight like they were just like yeah just let's just make him faster like that's pretty much what they did and, just, uh, taking those agility and classes. so he's doing coke what what i do <laughs> godzilla coach imagine those mounds <laughs> That's in the hollow earth. That's what they wanted to go down and get the uh, the energy. It's just, it's just cocaine. So does does anybody have like a structure to this conversation, or are we just like just throwing? No, nah, we're just spitballing. We're just like we're just spitballing. The, notes, no I, the notes I have for this. Yeah, I think <laughs> I do like, have. Coffee, there's no structure. I do this have some notes. Have no I do have some notes on the theatrical experience, though. Of I seeing want to hear this. about that. Yeah, talk to, yeah. Talk okay. to me about what it's like to actually be in a movie so, theater again. First thing, I watched this movie on Wednesday when it was on HBO Max. And I watched it and I was just like, this is not as offensive as the last one. However, I kind of hate it. I went to the movies, though, on Saturday to see it. And I went and saw it in IMAX. And I went to the biggest fucking screen I could have went. I went to Jersey Gardens, Danny, in Elizabeth. Yeah, and big-ass screen. Um, so I went there. First of all... Uh, hats off to AMC, okay, because they made sure everything was nice and safe. Um, everybody was spread out, just like the seat, six feet at least between everybody. Um, the movie started, and the first thing I thought of was, "Am I ready for this?" Like, I haven't been inside of a movie theater for over a year at this point. Like, uh, am I like am I, am I senses ready for this shit? Pretty much. Jesus Christ, Nick. And <laughs> as it started, the first thing that that uh, got pointed out to me was the sound. It is so much fucking louder than anything you've heard in your life is inside of a movie theater. Okay. <laughs> you, you, went, you went to an IMAX. I went and right? saw this at an IMAX. I went from yeah. zero to 100. Like, I didn't work my way out to IMAX. I went straight in there. So, I will say this. Watching it on the TV, I didn't think the visual effects were all that good. Seeing it in theaters, I was like, all right, this is a whole different animal. Um, 
Also, there was no cell phone service the second time I saw it, like none at all. So I couldn't just dive into my phone to get away from the plot for a bit to like get to the monster fight. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So good, yeah. Oh, I couldn't just look away at my phone. So, <laughs> so I had to like, like epic. you guys don't yeah, understand. Fucking four naps. <laughs> like you guys don't understand. I was looking at my phone for an escape, and it would just say no service, and be like, all right, well, I might as well just pay attention. Let's see what's going on. And like I did the shampoo bottle in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> I did pick up on more things. The second time than I did the first time, but then I realized this is not one of those movies that you need to watch twice to pick up on (laughs) things. It's because I was so disconnected from what all of them were doing at all times that I didn't give a fuck, really, until the monster fights happened. So, um, that said, though, theatrical experience, overall positive. The mask policy was okay, except these fucks right to the left of us as soon as you're allowed to take off your mask to eat your snacks you know by all means go for it right however when you're done eating your snacks put that fucking mask back on okay and these fuckers to the left of me didn't do it and that was what kind of snacks did you have oh we didn't get snacks so i just brought bottles of water in you know that was it i just snuck in water that's all it was i know or snow caps um snow caps bunch of crunch bunch of crunch in the popcorn i know i'm in the minority usually but do you guys like raisinets yes okay i usually i usually get fucking crucified for liking raisinets you know what up until up um loud i wrote i wrote i wrote too loud uh, in some parts, I was like, Jesus Christ, can they turn this fucking movie down? And Were you then like going up to the booth, like, excuse me, excuse me, bring it down a bit. Well, it reminded me of that when we went and saw, um, what the fuck's that movie called? The one, uh, we're out, we're out in Switzerland and I'm the May Queen. What's that one? Um, oh, Midsummer. Midsummer. There we go. Yeah. Oh, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Uh, that's Nick. That's Nick McFly's response. When to everything. Kn- knives out. When when we saw Midsummer, it reminded me of when I went out to the fucking. Uh, when I went out to, the, I was like, "Hey, the projector's broken. There's like a blue hue over the screen." She was like, "Well, it's actually a horror movie. It's supposed to look that way." And I just went, "Hey, look. No, it isn't. That the whole point about this movie is that it's supposed to look." Like, and then finally I just stopped and I was just like, oh, someone said this to you before and you just can't fix it. There's nothing for you to do. So I didn't want to go out there and be like, hey, this shit's way too fucking loud. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's it's nothing it's, those people can do. It's how, it, IMAX, it's how IMAX is mixed. We've, we've done work allegedly with certain <laughs> companies um, and have maybe had done some mixing there, but um yeah, dude, when I went and saw some of the stuff that we've we've done with that, like I've had to wear wear ear protection. Like I've literally <laughs> brought like I've literally brought like those concert in ear things. Yeah. Because the movie was so goddamn loud. Yeah, no, I didn't notice how much damage it was probably doing to my hearing previous to this. But look, so let's just wrap it up real quick. Everybody thinks that the story is is a non-starter. There's nothing to critique about it because there's nothing there. As a matter of fact, what even is there to podcast about? However, there is one thing we have to talk about in this movie, and that's the fights because that's what everybody was there for. So I want to get everyone's take on that because I thought they were awesome, but they were way too fucking brief, and I'm not about to 
go, I'm not about to get on this podcast and start picking apart the things I didn't like about the Godzilla movie. Because really, when you think about it, it's exactly what a Godzilla movie is supposed to be. You know what I mean? I think we've already t- covered that. That's not yeah. right. That's that. <laughs> your point there is wrong. What? That's not what I wanted in a Godzilla movie. I didn't want Millie Bobby Brown underneath Hong Kong. I didn't want the Hollow Earth. I wanted punching. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need King Kong doing some sign language. I didn't need a fucking, uh, you know, some stupid explanation for Mecha Godzilla. I mean. At the end of the day, the fights were brief, probably because they just didn't have the budget to make them any longer than they actually were. Bro. But for when the fights were there, they were awesome. They yeah. were so They were cool. fucking cool. And, I thought the boat one was are the we best. Into spoiler territory? Yeah, just do we, it. We, Who cares? Nobody okay. even cares. I mean, at there's this point. not really anything that's Yeah, there's nothing to spoil. Right. The, the, the fucking the... villain was spoiled in the trailer. Like, there's nothing to spoil. Also, in the first two <laughs> minutes of the movie, you see the eye. So, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. When the. Uh, uh, what's his name? Simmons said, I was like, oh, that's the bad guy right there. Immediately. Yep. I knew that's the bad guy. <laughs> and so, I mean, it was great. Like I just loved the fight was really cool where they're in Hong Kong and they're just going at it. However, one thing that I feel like these movies don't fully touch upon is how many people, Killed as these two. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, they wait, had the Batman wait, versus Superman. They, they had the wait, Batman. Wait, hold yeah. on. They had the Batman versus Superman logic. They dropped a line of dialogue. The city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They dropped a line of dialogue right yeah. before. Thank God know. we evacuated Hong Kong. It cost to rebuild fucking Hong Kong. Wait, oh wait. No, about this. When in the very beginning, when he attacks Apex in Florida. It mentions only eight people die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, and we see two of those people die when Paperboy yeah. is like, you know, where are your credentials? I mean, that they is probably a wouldn't shockingly even, they low amount those of Those guys people. were probably not even in the official count because <laughs> yeah. they were in some secret fucking facility. I will say, eight people. I will say though, <laughs> actually about what? the, about that apex scene, I did like how they just started right off. They were just like first five minutes, Godzilla's here. I'm like, all right, this, this is, it starts off strong. It's all right. And then you get 25 minutes in. You're like, is it over? <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'll tell you what, though, that's actually one thing I do. If you want to critique this about, you know, uh, if you want to critique it in that sort of light, I will say this. The movie moves at a clip. It doesn't feel like two hours at all. It feels way shorter than it actually is. I really think it it benefits from a shitty plot because it has such a short runtime. But or other way around. I think it's the, I think it's the opposite. <laughs> I think like I think if the movie legit was like you know a three hour close to runtime, it feels like so much of this film was left on the cutting room floor. Oh like, yes, yes. Like they just didn't like there was what what's the dude's name? What's his Kyle? Um, what the hell? The dad Kyle? Oh, Kyle, Kyle Chandler. Chandler. Dude, he does jack shit. He's in this film, the protagonist though. in the last movie. I know. Yeah, he to, and all to he come is from is that. Place. To then to literally just be like, I'm, you know, Millie Bobby Brown's dad and I'm not an absentee father. Yeah. Like, I'm that's literally. The emotional scene at the end. I want them, I wanted, I wanted to see more of him. I was like, you were the only compelling thing about the last Bring movie. Bring back the Snyder cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, if but this was a four-hour director's cut um, of this movie, then that, maybe we You know what, Burke? It. You're absolutely right, because I have heard quite a few times that the reason that this movie was delayed was because because there is a two and a half hour cut because the the last one the first one was two hour was two hours and five 
The second one was 215. So this one would be two and a half. You know, you have the audience's attention. You can get a little bit longer. And after the reception of the last one, Warner Brothers was just like, cut everything that everyone hates. Everyone hates the humans. Cut it down to minimal humans. And it didn't even feel like they cut anything. They fucked like, that up. They <laughs> cut everything out, and it still felt like there was too much humans. I, too I just, humans. I cut. See, I come from. I have a different perspective because I watched the last movie. The last movie is worse in every way than this movie. That's why I'm like, I don't <laughs> think it's as offensive because it knows it's what it's trying to do. All right. So I will say this. They're juggling too many. They're too, too many like humans. I didn't give a shit about a single character. It's like, had you just focused on on two, maybe three people throughout the entire course of the movie to show like how humans are affected by this big monster fight going on in the background, I would have been rooting for them. But I didn't give a shit about anybody. That's the same my, logic my... Joss Whedon used for the Russian family in in, <laughs> in Snyder. I just want I just want to let you know that you know <laughs> you guys have the same wavelength. And I, my but... my my favorite part of the film, aside from the fight at the end, is in the very beginning when Kong is like waking up and he goes and showers. I was like, this is the intro to Shrek. Shrek. One, and I Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. I was like, body shower. He's gonna pull a candle out of his ear, and when he like takes the tree and like takes all the branches off, I was like, he's going to get lunch. Like, um, God damn it! What was I gonna say? Uh, for one second though, actually, Nick, while while you're talking about how you wanted to see how like how these humans are processing like these giant monsters attacking, right? Now listen. I will never ever recommend Godzilla King of the Monsters to anybody who doesn't want to who doesn't already want to watch it, who's not already interested in it. If you actually want to see more of how the planet cuz like the last movie they tried to tell a story, this movie they didn't try at all. The last movie they tried to and they had some interesting ideas and they do talk about how the world has adapted to since these giant monstrous creatures have come about. They have like Titan shelters, they got them in like fucking big metal doors and shit. If that's what you're looking for, you check out King of the Monsters. I feel like this, they were just like, cut it all. They're just, fuck it, cut it all. I'm not, I'm not saying I need to see, like, all of humanity react, uh, but, like, personal stories. But I, I just, I think we glossed over, can we talk about the worst mother in the entire world who brought her daughter to fucking hollow earth? <laughs> in a fucking experimental anti-gravity ship. I mean, yeah, this might implode the, like the, the last one. Who could only speak the calm, yeah, she was the one who could. Right? Yeah, yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, that makes her life worth <laughs> sacrificing. No, 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 no. We did not even need Kong to get to Hollow Earth. It literally was like, oh yeah, that's a straight shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, exactly. It was oh, the stupidest fucking here. context. It was like. Even on all of their like projections, you know, in the very beginning where they show like the the 3D imaging of Hollow Earth thing in the center, bunch of straight lines going out. <laughs> yep, yep. It's just a bunch of tubes. And then they get down there, and then like, oh, we can just sample the energy field of this energy. We don't need to bring it back to the surface. It's like, well, the fuck, you could have done that right. from up here. Actually, let's get to the next part. Mecha Godzilla. Like I said, the worst kept secret in movie history. Everybody knew this guy was going to be in the movie. Now, listen, I'm going to fucking, I'm a Godzilla fan real quick. All right, I'm a fan out. They fucking wasted Mecha Godzilla. They fucking wasted, wasted. I'm not a Godzilla fan. I agree. <laughs> I'm talking like 
That is the worst use you could have of that villain. That villain has to, ha like, is supposed to be, like, a storied fucking villain in the Godzilla lore. And they were just like, yeah, let's throw him in the last 20 minutes. You guys saw Batman vs. Superman, right? Yeah, you know, you remember when they threw the thing in it? Yeah, let's do that, too. Like... <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing is, they just had to now because they don't want to make either Godzilla oh, they, or King Kong the bad they, guy. They have, of course, they got to shoehorn something. They else have franchises built into both of these characters. You know what I mean? Kong, the the the, you know, because really this movie is like a Kong movie with Godzilla yeah. attached yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. You know what I mean? But Godzilla has way more clout, hence why they pushed Godzilla first before Kong. But I mean, the thing that dawned on me while we were while I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, shit, that's supposed to be like King Kong. That's supposed to be like that is the original ape in cinema. You know what I mean? And it made me think that, like, oh, no wonder why he's the central character, because we've already proved we can sympathize apes. You know what I mean? Look at fucking Planet of the Apes, the original King Kong, all the remakes. Yeah. You know, he's a sympathetic character. So right. now that they saw how well it works when you can push a story with him as opposed to the humans around them, I would not be surprised if that's the direction they go in. And I know we're all complaining about the humans specifically. Adam Wingard got on Twitter the other day and said that the next MonsterVerse movie, they should do no humans. He's like, just make that's it ooh, just make it two hours that. of just the like monsters. That. And he go, he's the director. He said the audience is absolutely ready for it. He's like, and just I mean, do monsters. I feel like I got more human moments from the monsters than I did yeah. from any of the humans. Specifically, and there's one thing I want to talk about when Godzilla and King Kong were going at it. You know, Godzilla eventually knocks him down, has him up against the ground. Godzilla, mad respect to him, was like, I'm not going to kill you but know that I can kill you and I'm just going to let you go. I'm just going to walk away. That's that. And it was just, you know, mad love, mad respect for Godzilla really shows his character. That's more character than Millie Bobby Brown was showing throughout the whole fucking movie <laughs> Yo, or Paperboy or any of them. I, I love how just through the way that they look at each other, you can tell that they're having thoughts and not just thoughts. They're having emotions about each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was watching this movie. I was like, Godzilla is clearly communicating what he's thinking and feeling right now, and I don't like it. Like, this makes me so uncomfortable. There is there is better acting in that film by a CGI lizard than most people. <laughs> there is well, there well, is a I boundary really you do not cross. I really enjoyed the um, the use of sign language, which usually I would kind of consider that a crutch to have. Just like there's a little girl who's deaf, like. You know, just to kind of make you sympathize. But, you know, there's so many, like, famous apes, like Coco had a friendship with Robin Williams, and you, they could communicate with sign language. I thought that was really clever. Why haven't we seen that before? That was really cool. It was, to like, while it was cool, it was also just like, oh, okay, I guess he can talk in sign language. Like, I, I do yeah. understand. Yeah. I mean, My, it, it was one, it was was one of those just sci-fi... It, he was he loves the little girl like they're, yeah. they're best friends so all I, you know the part where he That's touches her you know the part where they fucking Legally. they et you know all yeah. that ship had to do was jerk in the wrong direction just splat just immediately <laughs> all he had to do was have his heartbeat one extra time and just the pulse <laughs> dude it. Oh, um, speaking of heartbeat can we talk about the CPR maneuver that they pulled out of that? What in the fucking world? Who thought I, of that? I love, I love the Chekhov's gun of like, yeah, this ship could power uh, fucking Las Vegas for a week. 
feel for you to be impressed. And I was like, what a dumbass line. The best, back and like, the best, the new the best part, like the best part of the, in the, heart. the best part of that line was that because they were showing that line came at the introduction of this character that we're all supposed to hate. I was like, Oh, that's just a bunch of bullshit. You know, I didn't yep. pick up on it. Right. So later on when, uh, Bill, was it Alex, Alexander Skarsgård, right? Yeah, he comes Alex and does. he's like, can light Vegas for a week. I was just like, where the fuck did he get that from? What is he talking about? <laughs> and then in the theater, when she says it the first time, I'm like, that's what they're pulling from. I was like, people are supposed to pay you, attention to that. This is this why, why you, you watch it twice. Your- yeah, no, it's just, yeah, it's true. I mean, I gotta watch movies twice to even get the bare bones <laughs> of the story. It would appear. Yeah, no. Um, whew, but the fights, the fights in general, going back to wasting Mecha Godzilla. Um, why? Like, why even have him in the movie? Just make the conflict between Godzilla and Kong. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, well the, the thing it is, does, is it did end, have... they don't want either of them to be the bad guy at the end of the day. Yeah, but they Kong definitively lost. The two guys that they're building the franchise off of. They don't want either of them to be the bad yeah. guy, so they have to come up with, you know, this... I mean, hey, Kong, well, yeah. Kong it, definitively it lost, Shaw, though. Kong, they're both kind of the good guy. Kong yeah. submitted. 100%. Kong submitted. Yeah. I mean, he got his arm torn out of his socket, and Godzilla could have just... Fu- I mean, I knew going into that movie, I was like, there's one, they're not killing either of them, because they're, yeah. they're $100 million whales. And two, I was like, Kong is not winning. That's no. It's just not possible. He He's just not as strong. Like, the whole point of Godzilla is that he could take a shit, a beating, and still come out on top. Um, nuclear breath. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the way that they that they position Godzilla in this series to all of a sudden have him act as the villain, I was like, God damn it! It's just like they took everything from the last movies and we're like, ah, throw it in the bin. We'll just yeah, make yeah. a we'll we'll make up some shit. You know what I mean? And the other thing was, I'm never clear, or I, it was never clearly communicated to me at least. Did Apex purposely goat out Godzilla, or did yeah, Godzilla? So since Mecha Godzilla being created, and he was, and they were just like, "Oh, perfect! We'll use this opportunity." You know what I mean? Like, because he had sensed Mecha Godzilla because it was like because they had used what was the guy's Gia Gihedrin or Ga- whatever the uh, Ghidorah Ghidorah Ghidorah. Thank you. Yeah, because they used Ghidorah's skull. It was emitting like the Titan frequency, right? Which is why they had Kong hidden so they wouldn't find which it. It's like is another thing that pisses me Florida. off. Right, which is another thing that pisses me off. It's like they're use they're still using the shit from the last villain in the last movie. Like, why? Why is that powering Mecha? Got it's. Just, I fucking hated it. It just. I, I didn't I like it was that. Kind of a cool plot device when it melted the tech guy. That was really. Oh, you cool. mean when they had the the fucking after after effects lightning visual effects <laughs> yeah. go down him? Like, so not the, not the effect, but the concept that it just fucking fried him. And yeah. Took over. I was like, all right, I'm on board. I for thought that. it was cool. I thought it was like the concept of like you know the the soul of this other creature now embodying it, and it's like, hey. It felt very avatar-y to me, like yeah. all of like the military tech kind of changing and, you know, um, we're using it for one reason. What, but... was, what, what was I going, what was I talking about before in regards to Mecha Godzilla? Oh, Mecha, um, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, yeah. that's right, that's right. Uh, Mecha Godzilla the sucks as a character, and... excellent at math though, he is great. All right, hopefully he won't it's be working as a janitor. For t- it's not his fault. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I think that they, they wasted that villain I feel like I get why they went the way that they did to incorporate Mecha Godzilla, 
but I feel like, like, all right, the movie's called Godzilla vs. Kong, right? So that's what people want to see, Godzilla fight Kong. That's what they're there for, right? Um, And so I originally thought, because Godzilla is also notably shorter. Like, even though they, they beef Kong up, they made him. Sh- they made Godzilla shorter in this movie for sure. Victory for the short guys. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, and no, they just five foot seven kings. And they just <laughs> never address it. <laughs> so, um, that being said, what I thought was going to happen when they're standing both on the aircraft carrier, which how the fuck does that science even work out? Um, when they're standing on the aircraft That's carrier, a question. Uh, <laughs> jumping from aircraft carrier to after aircraft carrier. I thought that Godzilla was gonna fucking when he got rocked in the face by Kong, it was gonna pull back some skin and you'd see some metal underneath. That's what I would have done. However, the problem then is that it's no longer Godzilla versus Kong. You know what I mean? It's Kong is fighting this guy who's pretending to be like Godzilla. And then the real Godzilla is going to, the real Godzilla is going to show up what later in the movie and then kill the bad Godzilla and then be like later Kong that that it wouldn't be a real conflict. So I get why they went the way that they did. It just didn't work. I didn't like that would have been a very traditional Godzilla movie. Well, that's how, yeah. Like, yeah. And that actually goes back. Yeah. That goes back to my point about how this is really is just another Godzilla movie. Cause one, the story is insane Two, You're only watching it for the monster fights. And three, there is continuity, but there isn't in Godzilla movies. Whereas like they'll change his size. They'll change his color. They'll change the, the attacks that he can do. They'll change his powers. You know what I mean? And in this same movie, they did the same shit. In the last one, the guy could fucking basically detonate a nuke if he wanted to by the end of the last movie. And they just never bring that power up in this movie. Like, it never happened. It, it, it's, it takes a lot to power it up, you know? So, I get what they're power going for. Days. You know, the first movie in the same. trilogy the first movie in the trilogy was like a serious commentary on, on nuclear war and nuclear waste. I really liked it. Brian Cranston was good. The second movie was like... Hey, we're going to do an action movie and start a franchise. And the third movie was like, fuck it. We're just going to throw it all up against the wall and see what sticks. So, yeah, there you go. And you know what stuff? Giant monster. <laughs> now, that's Godzilla's. That's Godzilla's son. I want son of Godzilla. I, <laughs> Godzilla. I, I want son it. of Godzilla. <laughs> Look how cute he is. Uh, all right. But, but yeah. yeah. Either way, though, listen, I'm still on board. All right. I still want Godzilla 3, Kong 2. I, I want all of that. Give it to me. If you can keep how much monster more do you want? cool giant monster fights, I'm all for it. You know, yeah, if, if we it. have, do you, do you guys remember, do you remember, I think uh, YouTube used to have like back in like the, you know, Wild West YouTube, there was a channel that was like, watch a scorpion fight a tarantula. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like things like that. I would yeah. love to be like, we're just going to watch 45 minutes of a high quality Godzilla beat the shit out of Mothra. Like, dude, I want a BattleBots movie. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> there we go. and you and you want to know what you guys? So many buzz songs. This movie got great reviews. However, there are people out there review bombing it. Sweet. Do you want to know why? Take one wild guess. Who could be review bombing this movie? Because it's not going to be an entry in a whole <laughs> universe. Nope. 
because it's not the Snyderverse. <laughs> the Snyderverse oh, fans took to the review sites and started to review bomb the shit out of this because they were like, no, WB is promoting Godzilla now. They must only promote Snyderverse. It's never going to fucking end, you guys. They're going to follow Ooh. this studio till all of the current executives are dead and then follow their children. Zack Snyder will be dead and they'll still want a fucking Snyderverse movie. These we need we need Zack Snyder to make a movie about Michigan J Frog, the singing <laughs> Warner Brothers Frog, and then everybody will be happy. I think it'd be hysterical if they have Zack Snyder do the next Godzilla movie. Oh That'll my god! That'll piss off even more. That'd be hysterical. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> I mean, imagine how pissed they'd be. Oh, so we go get the Snyderverse and G superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, overall, just to wrap it up, because we're gonna move on to clip of the week. Um, look, I can sit here and I could pick it apart for what I wanted it to have as a Godzilla fan and like, but really it's not trying to do any of it. Yeah, there I am. That's me watching Godzilla. Yep. there, <laughs> It's me. Um, I could sit here and try and pick it apart for what it isn't and what it's not trying to do, but what it's trying to do is not bore the shit out of you till it gets to the action. And that I can at least respect it for that even though it was not my cup of tea like i i don't plan on watching this again besides for like finding nothing but the fights on youtube and like rewatching yeah. those you know what i mean if you have nothing else to do uh, in the upcoming days and you like seeing a giant monkey and a giant lizard go at it watch the movie did you guys see that have this movie set in hong kong at the end i fucking wonder why <laughs> It's a message from the Chinese government to the people of Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck up. We've got giant lizards. don't get in line. we got giant lizards and giant apes. All right. And robots. Well, with that being said, any last words before I do the honors, boys? Monkey. All right. All right, we're here. We're at the clip. We've made it to this part of the show. Another no. successful show, guys. So let's he's celebrate. Always, he's always stressed me out. <laughs> this is um, footage of uh, Alexander Navalny. Wow. That was quite a uh, reference there, Nick. But let's, uh, let's see it. Oh, that's a bear. Oh, there's Alexander Alexei Navalny. My mistake. Oh, that is a bear. That's That's a big bear. Oh, boy, bro, what are you doing? Very close to the bear. Bro, what are you doing? Oh, no, 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 dude. Oh, my God. That dude is fast. Wait, like that's it? If you're that's actually it? chased by a bear, I don't think you're running slow. He doesn't get well, mauled? No, I mean, bears are very fast. Yeah, dude, you can't outrun a bear. Oh no, I I completely understand that, but yeah, but he he took so much time. He could he could have took off way before that bear was trudging through that snow. Look at but this. Yeah, I love honey, this right a... here. He he like shoves him off. I love and he thinks he stands a chance, and then and then he turns around and he goes for it. He's just like, "Fuck this! Yeah, I'm out of here." I love that. It's just fucking coming at me. What am I supposed to do? hit it in the nose? Like, what do I do? Like, what is he doing on the phone? <laughs> I, I, Hang on, I'll call you right back. He's calling animal control. Yeah. 
I mean, I love how fight or flight kicked in, and at first was like, fight, hit him on the nose, and then that didn't work, and it was like, backup plan, flight, get the hell out of here. Also, the fact that it's by, like, whatever is a Russian, like, mini mall. Actually, like, you know, can we, can we address that, Nick? Why are all the clips you bring into this show from Eastern European countries? Everybody's got old cameras and a lot of bears. Yeah, really. <laughs> Oh shit! I definitely would have. I would have like. Can you go back? Can you go back to like the very beginning? Sure, sure, sure. I can. I can do it just for you, Burke. It's just for me. Yeah, like this dude's on the side of the road, and hit play, and there's there's just. I, I just want to take this drive. frame in for a second. Just you know, this is he nothing knows but bad ideas. That bear is there. Wait, hold on. Let's let's break the let's break the fourth wall. Who is filming? <laughs> The bear's trainer. I like how nobody is. Hey, hey! You should probably leave, dude. This is just such a commonplace thing in Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like yeah, a it's stray just, dog. Look, it's you. outside like a fucking you know shop right. <laughs> Do you guys see the bear in the parking spot? Yeah, we just stay away from it. It'll be fine. That's like when I called the. Uh, I, we had a fucking coyote in our backyard and I called the fucking, uh, the cops and they put me through to animal control. And I was just like, Hey, yeah, there's a coyote back here. So, you know, I don't know what you guys want to do about it. They were like, was it bothering you? And I was like, well, it's in my backyard and you know, it shouldn't be there. It's a wild coyote. And they just go, all right, we'll leave it alone and it'll be fine. It's like, no, I want you to come collect this thing out of my backyard. Yeah, this guy's reaction to the bear is, is less like a coyote and more like a deer. When you're like, eh, just nature doing its thing. It's like, reacting it, like it's, he's reacting like stop a little it. kid is walking like just by him. Yeah, it's like just being like a nuisance. This bear is nothing but a nuisance. To I, Mike, I hope you don't smack children that walk by you. If they, hey, six feet, social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's just the love it. time. It's a box wait, wait, wait. Is there a dog barking in the background that I just picked up on? Yeah. Yeah, but dude, it's Eastern Europe. They're, okay, That's there's true. there's fucking there's just wild dogs. <laughs> there's people barking too, bro. All right, we don't know where this is, Pripyat. All right, they probably evolved are, to bark. That's they're bouncing off the like. brutalist cement buildings. Whoa! <laughs> I accidentally right, hit well. the intro. All right. I guess, I guess Pat wants to end the show. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do that. No, I, I I have a lot of really good things to say, but you clearly want to end the show. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Please, the floor is yours, Danny. Grace us with no, your wisdom. No, no, you you made. <laughs> Danny left. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Um. <laughs> kicked Danny out of the call. I didn't know that you had the power to do that. Neither did I'm gonna, I. <laughs> I'm gonna shut my mouth. We uh, what? He's, been, he's been shadow banned. <laughs> How do we get him back in? Here, I just uh, added I think we him just back. End the show. I just added him back. We'll see if he can come around. Yeah, let's but... see. Let's see. Oh my he's god, you guys! Back. He's gonna come back and swinging is what's gonna happen. <laughs> Wait, the live in the live stream, he's just frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> Yeah. You, you've banished him to the to the the shadow the, realm. It's like in, in Superman. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just flipping through space. Uh, 
shit. Hopefully he picks up because, you know, that would not be great. I wonder if the three of us are still set up with a trio from last week. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, we're right on. <laughs> it's Oh, Danny is unavailable. <laughs> oh, wow. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to go take wow. a shit. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, um, hmm. I got to figure out how to keep you from doing that. So I, I, I won't try that again. <laughs> why try it while we're on the air? You know, <laughs> like Nick's like big red button. Let me press this. What could go wrong? All right. Oh. Well, I guess with that said, um, thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. I'm Rose Padaparato with me as always, or with me when he, you know, he's gone now. Uh, Dan Kilkenny. Look at that. Look at that still frame. Uh, Nick McFly and uh, Mike Burke. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we get it. We'll see you next week. <laughs>